Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. And then loop up. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, welcome back to another By the By. Hello, hello, hello. You've got Angela. And Bradford. Yeah, back again. That's right. Yeah, and we just finished our pendulum party this past weekend. I was going to say, like, like, I mean, not, not like, like just, just finished. Like no, we no, just no. left. We, yeah, we're no. home <laughs> Yeah, no. No, we just had our last pendulum party this weekend and do not have dates yet for the next one, but we'll let you know as soon as we do. But on July 15th, so just around the corner, we will be at Between Friends Wine Bar in Melbourne, and we will be doing a live podcast there. I know we've got a few of our folks from our Discord chat that are going to be there, so excited to uh, see and meet them. And uh, yes, even some folks coming down from Sydney, other than us, so it's going to be good. Yeah, and I really look forward to it because like you said, there's going to be some Discord folks that we've not met before, so it'll be good to interact with them. And it's also like... Was it Christmas in July? Yeah. It's Christmas theme. It's we winter. Gotta, we got to figure out what we're going to wear. To pull out your red and green and your fuzzy things. And and lights. Yeah. All the fun things. I, I am looking forward to it, but I do need to go digging and see what we've got and what we can wear and maybe put something together. Yes. Absolutely. We don't have a lot of time. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> it's just around the corner. Yeah. But if you're in Melbourne or want to come down to Melbourne, then do so. And we're going to, yeah, like Bradford said, do a live podcast. We'll have questions and stories you might be able to ask questions i don't know we'll see what happens we're gonna see what happens it's gonna be fun yeah additionally if you want to join us on our discord all you have to do is support us at any level on www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast and uh yeah you can uh support us at any level link up your discord chat and there you are in the community yeah it's a good crew that's right they keep me entertained they always make me laugh yeah (laughs) (laughs) um Additionally, in November, the 9th through the uh, uh. 8th through the 13th. Yes. I'm tired. My brain is tired. Uh-huh. So close. Uh, the 8th through the 13th, we are doing our resort takeover with our dear friends over at Exclusively RHP. Uh, there's just a few rooms left. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. That is uh, coming yeah. up. It's going to be fun. We're going to get Ray and Jackie on soon, so that way we can talk to them about how last year went and expectations and hopes and dreams for this year. That's right. Um, but yeah, like Bradford said, just a few rooms left. So if you're interested, let us know or get in touch with exclusively RHP and let them know. Uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun group. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right, what are we uh, what are we talking about tonight? We're gonna talk a little bit about Pendulum. Okie dokie. Yeah, I'm <laughs> a shocker. I know. We just got back from it. 
<laughs> yeah, a couple of days ago. No, I was going to say, not just, or we'd be pretty well passed out. I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> had a snack and then we went to sleep. Had a snack. <laughs> went, to, went to sleep. Yeah. So there, there's Pendulum done in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was really good. So we got there, of course, you know, at, at starting time as, as typical. And it didn't really take long for people to start coming in and to build up. And I, I love Pendulum Nights for that in that people do come early and yeah. they don't, you know, it's like they want to get in on the excitement and the action and it's, it's fun. I, okay. So first of all, going into this Pendulum, I, we took our floggers and things. And this was the, the pride color bright things. Yes. Like our, our last June hurrah, I guess. Yeah. And it was good. There were a lot of good outfits and lots of colors yeah. and. Yeah, it was really, really fun to see some shiny things, some not shiny things, <laughs> yes. all the colors. Yes. And it, it, there were even some folks that had colored their hair. Like yes. there was like some. Some bright colors yeah. hairs. I loved it. Yeah, it was really cool. Uh, but yeah, and so basically I'd gone into this pendulum. We took floggers because there we thought that someone was going to be there that wanted to be flogged. So I was like, all right, we'll take some and we'll do just a little bit. I was thinking like at the beginning, just a little bit of flogging maybe. And then, then we'll go upstairs and play and that kind of thing. That's not what happened. It's never what happened. I don't know why you expect it <laughs> to be like that. Last time it wasn't. Last time I, I made it a point to get upstairs on the beds. Yes. <laughs> um, but now this time, so we got there and we're talking to some folks and somebody came up to us and basically said that these two need a flogging. Like they're in a headspace, they need to be flogged hard. And so you and I went downstairs. Yeah. Well, so it actually, I was on my way down when uh, some of the staff were like, uh, can you do a couple of tours? And I was like, yes. So I did a couple of tours for new folk. Mm. And that was, that ended up being a lot of fun because they were, they were fun and a little bit nervous, but excited. You could tell it was great. Had they been to anything like this no, before? No. The so first like time. Yeah. First time. Oh, was. that's exciting. Um, and it, they were, they, you know, both couples were very cute. So it was fun just chatting with them. And then by the time I came downstairs, mm -hmm. you had already drawn quite a crowd around the A-frames. Yeah, that's right. Because Judy was flogging Kobe. Yeah. And and I think it, that was around the time you came down was when she kind of turned to me and was like, do you want to turn? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and you joined in and you, I want to talk about this a little bit because you were like very grr and you seem to be really getting into it. Yeah. And I know it's something that you're into more now than you used to be, but it's rare that you're like that grr. Yeah. It's interesting because it, I don't, it's funny. I don't see it as grr. I see it as what I really enjoy about flogging is the rhythm. Mm -hmm. So I was one of those kids that during piano lessons, my favorite part was the metronome. Mm -hmm. So like, I really like that, that consistent beat because I find that for my brain, it's sort of, that's kind of what my brain needs is the tick, 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 tick. And I really like that. Yeah. And so you can kind of create that with the, uh, with the metro, with the metronome, with the metronome, well, of course uh, you can. <laughs> with, with the floggers. And the other thing that's kind of interesting about it, I suppose, is that like, I, you know, I'm, I was never a drummer, right? I'm, I don't have that kind of rhythm skills, but with the, with the floggers, you can kind of make these interesting repetitious beats. Mm. And I find that's really fun. And on the other side of it, if somebody enjoys getting hit with it, well, win, win, win. Right? <laughs> 
I, I did find Friday night that I do need to get more. I needed to be more consistent with my usage, my mm-hmm. skill, because I was, there was a few times I knew where I was aiming and I was missing or the, the flogger would spread. And I was like, no, that's not what I wanted to do. And I was getting frustrated a couple of times. So I had found myself really focused and concentrating to get it to do exactly what I wanted to do. And in fairness, neither of us have really practiced a lot lately. No. So we need to Shame on us. get on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need more people to flog frequently. I mean, I'm sure we have volunteers. But. I mean, I abuse the pillows quite often. <laughs> the poor, poor pillows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how did that then, because you, you were, like you had a really nice rhythm going, but then Kobe wanted you to like really hit him. Yeah. Right? And the other problem is Kobe's a little taller than I am. And mm-hmm. what he enjoys is ass, but mostly shoulders. And like, I'm, like, and I heard somebody commented on it. I don't even realize I do it, but I was standing on my tiptoes for probably a solid three or four minutes mm. so that I could hit his shoulders where I, the way I wanted to. And it's, it is kind of funny to think about that. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm walking around on my tiptoes flogging somebody. Like, hmm, I'm like a... Are you like a ballerina? I was going to say, I'm like an abusive ballerina. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a Barishnikov. I'm a whack you off. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> whack, okay. whack you off Barishnikov. Yeah, that's, that's who I am. But yeah, it was, it's interesting because like I was struggling to get where I wanted to hit him. Mm-hmm. And then the next part of that is my arms were up mm-hmm. for a long time. And anybody who knows me knows that I don't like exercise. So it was starting mm-hmm. to get, I was like, oh my God, this is becoming exercise. But then I had him, I took a couple of the cushions off of one of the sofas and had him kneel on that. And then it was great. I could really get into. He's at a good level then. Yeah. He was at the perfect level because then I'm coming down, not reaching up to him. It's funny you say that because I'm short enough that when I'm flogging most people, if they're on something like a cross or something like that, I am reaching up to do the shoulders Yeah, and like ass is fine. But and actually ass is at a really good level usually, but the shoulders, I'm always reaching up. And so I'm always working my shoulders to do that. And, you know, kind of like just different muscles. And I'm, I don't have a problem with it. I've actually kind of like it sometimes, Mm. but it is easier if they're kneeling down or like on a spanking bench where they're kind of not completely bent over it, but just kind of propped up like on their elbows. I like that position. I think that's a really good position because then you can kind of push them down and get the ass a bit more, or they can prop up a bit for the shoulders. I struggle with that as well because like my biggest fear is hitting people in the kidneys. Right. Mm. And so I'm trying to make sure I don't do that. Mm. So it was very much, I want them perfectly upright. (laughs) Good posture. Come on people. Good posture. Uh, So that I can hit exactly where I'm aiming. Yeah. 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 But it, yeah, it's, it was interesting. It was, it, it is sort of cathartic. And then what I really enjoy about it is I become so hyper-focused on the other person that I, I like, I don't really know if anybody else is even what they're doing or saying mm-hmm. or where they are. Right. And yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. So what was your headspace coming out of that? Um. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to explain, maybe. Um, I don't know. This is got. I'm, I'm not, I know the result of what I'm about to say. And people are going to be like, oh, poor Bradford. But I found it 
kind of isolating. Like being an only child, mm-hmm. I, this, this is going to be a, a, a short rant. Um, no, but being like being an only child, I'm sort of used to that lone wolf kind of mentality. And I found that leaving that scene put me into that space where I really didn't want, like, I don't mind being around people, but I didn't want to be like hyper intimate with people. Right. Um, so it made me really kind of almost ice up or uh-huh. wall off kind of thing. Cause I still chatted with folks. I was, you know, it's, I still enjoyed chatting with folks, but I knew at that point I was like, cool, I don't feel like playing. What if we followed something like that with more kind of pet play Would that, how would that work with the headspace? I don't know. Good question. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to, it's, it's I mean, hard to surmise uh, yeah. without yeah. doing it, but like, yeah, I guess maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was, you know, it was fun. I, yeah. I still enjoyed it. And after, I mean, I hit Kobe, I was hitting close to a nine and I finally stopped it because I thought he was bruising and I was like, I don't want to leave marks. I don't want to, um, and it, in the dark red light of the it's dungeon. It's so hard to tell. In that it's red so light. hard to tell. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I, I don't know. It seems like it might be bruising, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it anymore. Come to find out it didn't bruise. Yeah. Uh, no marks at all. But then he asked, or Judy asked, she was like, oh, will you flog me a bit? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And that was fun because, you know, again, she, her height is near perfect mm-hmm. for me where, you know, to, to flog. But then I started doing some of the ones, the light wrap arounds yeah. were getting her on the breasts and she was liking that and light between the legs wrapping up to get her stomach. Um, just lightly doing that, but still enough with enough sort of yeah. rhythm that she was like, oh yeah, I really like that. Yeah. And also, so at one point, because it's like that double A frame, you had Kobe on one side yeah. and then I had Josh on the other side. Yeah. So they're facing inwards to each other. And that was fun because... It it was a little hard to always take it seriously because I'm also seeing like Kobe's facial expressions and things. But honestly, I hardly paid attention to him because I was watching Josh. Oh, and that's the and thing. Like, so I didn't. So like at times I would kind of glance up and be like, oh, there's somebody else there. Me too. But most often I was just focused on on Josh and, you know, flogging him and that kind of thing. I, and also I'm going to say a little bit teasing because, you know, he's got the piercings, yeah. the nipple piercings, and I like to play with those. It gets him. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun because I was, you know, flogging him and... I wasn't going like all out, but decently. And it, it was just kind of weird because I felt like even though I knew you were there and there was some part of me that could hear what you were doing, I wasn't, I couldn't tell you at all what you were doing. Yeah, and that's the like, same. I don't think I even realized the switch to Judy. I don't yeah. think I realized that she got flogged at all. Yeah, and that's the same with me. It's like I would occasionally see Josh, mm. but ra- and rarely did I see you. Yeah. Yeah, you knew it was happening because you could hear it, but you weren't really focused. It's interesting. Like, I guess, how were you afterwards? So I went, kept going for a bit because you then, I think at some point you disappeared. I don't know if you were doing tours or something, but you left again at some point um, because I had Spanky on the cross. And then there was also another person, one of our Discord listeners who'd come to Sydney for Pendulum. Yes. And I had her on the cross. She... I don't think, I can't remember the whole conversation, but I don't think she had really been flogged before. No, I don't think she had. And wanted to. Because I was there for some of that. Yeah, and she wanted to experience it. So I started off, you know, really lightly, and she was just like, yeah, more, more, good, 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 keep going kind of thing. And so I kind of went through a bit. I didn't 
push it very far at all. But then later when we were talking about it, she said that she likes stingy. And of course I didn't have anything really stingy with me. I had a heavier like bullhide flogger, but nothing really stingy. And so I was like, okay, well that's good to know for like future potential play sessions or anything that we can bring out or I can bring out some of the more stingy types of things we have because it's not common that I can pull those ones out. Um, So it'd be kind of fun to do something like that. So she was fun to to play with and to just kind of just ramp up a little bit and see, you know, how much that she really enjoyed and whatnot. And it's also hard, I think, I think it's good to get an introduction in a club like that, but it's also hard because if you can't kind of focus inwards as the receiver, then you could be distracted and you're never really going to get into that like kind of steady headspace. Yeah. So I don't know. I I didn't really talk to her about that afterwards because that was because she was actually I flogged her and then Spanky. So it kind of was a quick. Yeah. So I saw most of what you did with her and then I went upstairs to get another drink. Mm. And then I think I got waylaid into another tour. (laughs) Yeah. So you did a fair few tours. I did. Yeah. And then after that, I stopped to take a break. And I know that there were still some people that were interested, but I needed to take a break. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take a break. And then we went upstairs and we got sidetracked and stuff and yeah so never really got back down to it unfortunately but it was also late enough at that point because i think we've been going a fair bit and i was just kind of like i just need a break from this and i want to like talk to people and be social now yeah i'm pretty sure that we were down there for about an hour because i remember i kept looking at my watch when i came back up so maybe hour hour and a half yeah yeah Yeah, something like that it was enough that i was like all right i want to be social right And so, yeah, so we went, came upstairs and we're on the main level and we're just talking to folks. I do want to shout out to one couple before all of this, before we ended up downstairs. Yeah. There was a couple that came in and they caught my eye immediately. And we were talking to different people at that time, different circles. And then a bit later I was like, did you see? And you're like, yes. <laughs> I was like, okay. And so we, we, cornered them and chatted for a few minutes and um yeah it was really interesting because she's a fox and so she had her fox ears on and yeah we just kind of chatted them a little bit about the whole pet play thing and and her being a fox and apparently she's in she wears her ears a lot yeah which is really cool and yeah it was just just talking to them they were we had a lot of things in common. Yeah, it was really fun talking to them. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was interesting to talk to somebody else who is do, who likes to do the pet play, and especially from the fox kind of yeah. point of view, because you know it's not something that you hear puppies and kittens a lot, mm. but rarely, rarely do you get the, the kits and the yeah. foxes. So that was, yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah. yeah, we did have a lot of, as we were talking, it was like there were definitely a lot of parallels. And it's like, I would like to get to know these people more. Yeah. And honestly, we got pulled away for something and I was like, oh, we'll come back to them. And then, and they were never seen or heard from again. (laughs) I never saw them again. No, me neither. (laughs) So if you're out there, um, Foxy and partner, send us a message. You took our card. We we gave you a card. We gave you a card for a reason. (laughs) Cause yeah, it would be interesting to, to get to know them a bit more, to have a chat or drink or something. Yeah, definitely. Um, because yeah, that, that was, I liked that. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Then when we came back upstairs after the flogging and whatnot, I know timelines, I'm jumping around a lot. That's okay. It's It's okay. (laughs) But when we came back upstairs after flogging and kind of talking to folks and just sitting around the main level a bit, and eventually I kind of wanted to go see what was going on upstairs because there were people on the main level, but it wasn't like busy, busy. So I knew it was busy upstairs in the play areas. 
And so Judy wanted to go as well. You were talking to somebody else at that point. So she and I were like, all right, we're going to go for a wander and see what's happening. And went upstairs and of course the voyeur room, there's somebody on the sling. There's some stuff happening there. The chases, there's actually it's not even chasing more than there's a couch up there. Yeah. But like that kind of little area that was all full of people. The private rooms were all closed and then like go into the orgy room and there's just, just people everywhere. It's amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is fun. And I saw there were a whole bunch of people down on the far double bed at the far end. And so I kind of went down to that end of the room and recognized all of the people on that bed. And I had a moment of like, do I want to jump into that? Do I not? But they looked like they were all and I know, I mean, obviously you can, but it felt like they were all pretty well in a rhythm kind of things. So I was like, yeah. I don't really want to mess with that. And nobody saw you? No. Because they would have just grabbed you. No, no, they didn't. But Judy was, she was um, starting to feel me up and things, you know, as, as happens sometimes. <laughs> and and no. there was a little corner of a bed. There were like four people paired off on one of the beds and there was a little corner of it free. So she was like, you know, sit down there. And I kind of sat down for a brief second and I was looking around and maybe it was because we had been downstairs in the dungeon. I don't know. But I was looking around and I was just like, there's just a lot of people here and I'm not really comfortable in this tiny little corner. And so I was like, how about we go back down to the dungeon and see what's happening there? Because I'm, I was, I felt pretty certain that it would be quieter mm. and that like, maybe we could just take over the massage table or something like that. Um, so we ended up going back downstairs past you on the way. You were still talking to the same person. Oh yeah. I remember that. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. And I think Kobe was kind of Lingering around, having a conversation with y'all as well. Yes. So we continued on down to the dungeon room. And so basically she started feeling me up and going down on me on the massage table. And shortly after, Kobe came down. That's not how you use the massage table. (laughs) Massage table. It's in the name. Oh, I will say that next to the massage table, and I don't know how long it's been there because I don't pay attention to things like this. But next to the massage table, they have a dispenser with Nuru. And like a water squirt bottle and oh. instructions. Like there's a whole instructions on like how to use it and stuff. That's it's cool. Really cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. I actually didn't know that was there either. Yeah. I just discovered it. I mean, it's probably been there for, I don't know, a year or something. Lawrence, is, Lawrence is listening to this going, God damn it, guys. <laughs> it's like been there for two years. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Kobe came downstairs and, and then... He ended up on the massage table and I was going down on him and playing with his cock a bit and things. And yeah, that was, it was a lot of fun. So, And somewhere in there, there were two people on the couch when we went down. Somewhere in all of this, there was a whole crowd of people that came down and started using the cross and spanking and flogging and paddling and things. Nice. And so I was like, I will say that was a little distracting. Also, because one of them, I got my arm got brushed with a flogger. So I was like, oh, we need to scoot down the massage table a little further. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. You don't want to be in the splash zone. No, no. <laughs> I thought we were far enough away, but apparently, apparently we weren't. Um, but yeah, it was it was really nice. So that was that was really all the play I had because then we went back upstairs and started talking to people and things again as we always do. But it was fun. It was really nice because it is one of those things that sometimes you know life gets in the way and we forget to play with our friends. So <laughs> 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 it's like, hey, friends. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I uh, I laughed and the dog now wants. Cuddles. Okay. <laughs> and I love you. You seem happy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like it, I didn't end up playing at all because just like I said, uh, something about the flogging just sort of 
like, I don't know. I, I, I've said this before. I think I'm becoming a bad swinger in that Mm -hmm. really all I want is a group of people that I can safely hang out with, be naked with, not have anybody worried that their partner's cheating on them and then Mm -hmm. play board games and video games (laughs) and have deep and meaningful conversations while drinking really nice wine and bourbon. I like that too. (laughs) But I will say that I've kind of gone, I'm going through, I would say a little bit of a shift in that I feel like because we haven't been going to the club as frequently, we haven't had dates with new people. We haven't really been mixing it up a bit and I'm kind of missing that. So now I'm bored with, uh Oh friends, you hear that? (laughs) She's Angela's bored with you now. It's not bored with, (laughs) I still like all those things, but I am kind of missing that they're making the novelty connections. Yeah. yeah. The novelty and, and just meeting new people. And yeah, I mean, I know that life is busy and it's, it's hard enough to catch up with people as it is, but I still, I do want something a little more, you know, yeah. or like just different people to interact with. And even if it's just chatting and online or like, you know, whatever, um, meeting up here and there kind of thing, it doesn't have to be frequent. Right. But just making those new connections. And I'm kind of missing that. So I'm kind of like, hmm, what, what, what's going on? Where can we go? What's happening? And we had some friends last night over that told us about a munch that they went to. Yeah, yeah. Like, ooh, send me information. This could be interesting. Yeah, that sounds like so, fun. And we hadn't seen them in months. No. So it was, ne- it was nice to hang out with them. Yeah. It is funny, though. Like, I think about, you're, I, I get exactly what you're saying. I mean, we could go back on RHP if you want, but you're going to do more of the work. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I've already thought about this because you're also going to be gone for much of July. So, ooh, maybe I should get online. But then I'm also like, do I? Do I? Like, can I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So much work. So much work. I like. Yes, it is. I like someone who does like 80 percent of the vetting for me. (laughs) I need an assistant for my online dating. Oh my god, that is actually hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to think of what what could that company be called. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but now I have thought about that because it, yeah. It, and now I'm kind of at that point of like, Oh, what can we do? And we're like, how can we meet more people and, and different people and that kind of thing? It is interesting. Cause like, um, and somebody said it, I don't remember who, but Oh, it was last night, the friends, cause mm. they hadn't been to the club in a while. Mm. And of course that's where we met them originally. And they were saying like, it's just hard to have a conversation at the club. Yeah. And like, they're right. It's, it's, if you go down to the dungeon, you can have a conversation, but like, then you're also sometimes dealing with dungeon activities. Yeah. And so that becomes a little harder, but it is, it's interesting. Cause like we haven't gone to the club that wasn't pendulum in a while. It's, it's rare. We, we might catch the odds. Newbie Birthday or parties or the masquerade. exclusively RHP yeah. thing. We'll catch an odd something here and there, but it is harder for us and I will say that for me, the shift has been because a lot of the times that we would just be like, oh, we don't. Well, I would say for one thing is, you know, life gets busy. And so most of the time, Saturday nights, we have something going on. Yeah. And then the times that before we would have said like on a Friday night that, oh, we're not doing anything. Let's go to the club. And now a lot of the Friday nights are private parties. Yeah. So it that requires more planning to get tickets to the private parties ahead of time, that kind of thing. And I don't know, maybe we could just rock up, but I've haven't really put the effort in because of that to find out right so it's less likely for us to just go unless we're really planning on it ahead of time and I agree as far as having conversations at the club it can be difficult one because there are so many people that finding a space to have a conversation or not getting interrupted can be difficult 
but also it used to be that the music was loud. Yeah. And yeah. So it was hard to hear and have a conversation unless you did go to a quieter space. I don't know how it is on other nights now because we don't haven't really gone that much, but Pendulum Nights, the music's actually at a really good level. Yeah. So shout out to the staff at OSS, like period. Y'all are amazing. Yeah, yes. But also the music's at a really good level for Pendulum, so thank you. <laughs> I love it. And also the poll got some action this time. Uh, a lot of action. Yeah, like like a fair bit. There were several groups that were yeah. having a good time on it. That was fun to watch. Every time somebody does that, I'm like, oh, God, somebody's going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> there was one person this time that I was like, oh, they might hit their head, but they didn't. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it by that much. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so that was that was really cool to see. I like seeing that. Yeah. People just having fun, messing around. Yeah, yeah. It's, again, it's that back to that what we say a lot, which is it's that permission space to play and yeah. be silly. Uh, but you can be silly and sexy at the same time. So yeah. Kind of cool. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. It's that time of year. It's the, you know, the hottest or coldest part of the year, depending on where you are in the world. Where are you in the world? Specifically, where are all your sex toys? Are they freezing out or heating up or are you just wanting something a little new? If you do, go to adamandeve.com, use checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you'll get one item at 50% off, free shipping, six videos on demand, and something added to your box. Always something exciting, something to try, something to play with. adamandeve.com, use checkout code by the by, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. You've heard us talk about the game before. Angela's got a card she's going to read. This is from our Ultimate Icebreaker Aussie Humans deck. Lots of fun. And uh, let's see, what do you got? I have eaten an animal on the Australian coat of arms. (laughs) And for those of you who don't know, Australia eats both animals on its coat of arms. Mm -hmm. And I have eaten both animals on its coat of arms. I have too. Uh, Those are the emu... And the kangaroo. Yes, we don't just ride them down here. We eat them. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to ride it, you might as well eat it. I know, right? That, that, that's pretty appropriate. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like the motto of Pendulum. So <laughs> if you want your own version of Aussie humans, go to CuriousHumansGame.com 
and use checkout code by the by. That'll get you 10% off. B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. It's a wonderful game. I love seeing all the snapshots of people uh, sending them to us after they bought the game and excited to play with their friends, families, and other sexy peoples. So yeah, CuriousHumansGame.com. Checkout code by the by. So recently we had an email from a couple who were kind of asking us, um, they had listened to the podcast about Between Friends, and they discussed maybe meeting at a bar first uh, where they could meet some like-minded people. But at this stage, like the larger style playrooms where there were lots of couples or people, wasn't they weren't quite sure they were ready for that. And so they were looking for like places that they could go and meet people and kind of what could they do and if we had bar suggestions and whatnot mm-hmm. on, on what they could do. Um, and the choices of location were uh, Melbourne or Sydney. Okay. And All so right. I think it's interesting now learning about this recent munch. I think that that might be something that would be some good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. So going back to the, the question just a little bit here. Yeah. So they are dipping their toe into the lifestyle. They're yes. fairly new. Yes. And they basically want to know how to meet people, how to make connections but obviously walking into a club full of naked people is very daunting. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Understand them. Yeah, yeah I mean, it. completely. Yeah. Um, and so I think, like, I still think that, a number one, uh, a newbie's night is always the is, is a good way to go. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these clubs, like Between Friends, like OSS, you can go and experience the space without ever really seeing the play spaces. So you can say, okay, we're not going to go up to the play space unless maybe on a tour or something when it's still quiet, but we're not going to go up to the play space, but we are going to stay downstairs and talk to people. And also generally, even later at night, once there is a lot of play happening, generally on the main level at our secret spot or in the bar area at Between Friends, people have at least some kind of clothing on. They're not like completely naked, right? Yes. So at least there's, you know, you're not like inundated still with naked people all around you. Yeah. And like, and there's no reason for you to be naked. So. Right. The, yeah. I think that advice that I would give is, is find a newbies night or find a, a club that, you know, is segregated mm-hmm. like that, where you mm-hmm. have the play spaces very clearly separated from the non-play spaces. Uh, don't go on busy nights and busy nights. I would say like Halloween parties, birthday parties, New Year's, spe- New Year's, yeah. not on special occasion nights. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, or even pick a non-themed, just a random night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Although I think most nights have some kind of a theme. Some, but. yeah, most of them are going to have some kind of a theme. But like little black dress or right. something like that. That's not something that a lot of people turn out for. Yeah. But I think the newbies nights are often so well organized and many of the places will have sort of a meet and mingle before. Mm -hmm. And um, some of my advice to them, too, was basically, you know, RHP. RHP is a great place to start because they host meet and mingles, right? I think the meet and mingles are great because it's a time where you can go meet people who are probably in a very similar situation but you can meet people, talk to them, and start making connections, and then decide if you want to catch up with them again later, or if you're just kind of just want to have those conversations and leave it at that. And sometimes, like the the meet and mingles that our secret spot does, 
they'll have them before and then you can go down to the club if you find somebody that you're really interested in or you want to decide you want to check it out more or you want to just see what's going on and see the club itself. Yeah. So I think the meet and mingle is a really, really good way to dip your toe in without there being any pressure. Because even if after the mingle part, you don't want to go to the club, you don't have to. Yeah. Right. There's yeah. no pressure. It's not at the venue. It's it's at a different venue. So I think that's a really good way. And exclusively RHP does that as well, where they'll do a mingle and yeah. then they'll do it at a, at a, a bar or something. And then you can go to the club or you can just stay. Yeah. They've done mingles where there is nothing afterwards, right? It's yeah. you, if you've got a hotel room, you might invite people back to your room, but you don't have to. There's, again, there's no pressure. I, those are the things that I think would be useful yeah. like, that you could do. Um, unfortunately, there's not like a, like, or I don't know of any bars that, are, you know, they cater to swingers, right? Like common pickup spots. Yeah, common pickup spots. <laughs> um, there may be some. Uh, I did a quick Google search and nothing popped up. Yeah. But again, if they're sort of underground bars or, you know, but I, I don't. But, but also, I mean, it could just be if you're at a bar in a fairly populated area, so not like, you know, out in the suburbs or anything, but if you're in a bar in the city and there's, you see somebody that you're interested in or a couple that you're interested in, strike up a conversation. If nothing else, you'll have a good conversation for the night, right? Yeah. It may not lead anywhere else, but I mean, I guess the point is if you like specifically want it to lead somewhere else, then I feel like you need to preload it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Meeting people on RHP or, yeah. or whatever, or going to a mingle or, or something mm -hmm. along that line. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to say like, again, Between Friends is a great location because it is a wine bar. Yeah. You go there, you have a glass of wine. I think they, they've got snacks as well. Mm. And what's great about those kind of locations is people are, again, you, you said it, preloaded, right? Mm -hmm. So you're, everybody there is there for the same sort of reason. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's, I think that would be still yeah. probably the best way to go because there is never any forcing, you, there's no one forcing you to go upstairs. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And lunches are good too. Uh, they're a little bit, you have to do a little more work maybe to find them or to find the right munch for you because there are, we've been to some that have been good. We've been to some that have been terrible <laughs> <laughs> and, and it just depends on the group, right? But it can be a good way to at least start getting acquainted and start interacting with other people and, and just seeing who's out there. But if you go to something like that, or even if you go to a meet and mingle, if you go to any event and it's not great or you don't meet people that you really click with, don't write it off completely yeah. because every time we go to these events, there's a different crowd. It's slightly different and you might meet people that you click with. You might not, but hopefully you at least find somebody that you can have a good conversation with and enjoy the night with in some fashion. Yeah. And it sounds like these folks are maybe a bit on the rural side. Mm. Um, and so they have to make an effort to go into one of the cities. So like, I think again, that, that advice of don't, um, don't set your expectations too high. You know, it's, it is a bit of the, you know, if you shoot for the star, if you shoot for the moon, you'll at least land in the stars. Yeah. There's a bit of that too, but don't be like, I have to play with somebody. I have to do this. Yeah. Uh, you, you're going with your partner who hopefully you already like, and <laughs> that's, yeah, it is, it's tough, but I, I don't know. Uh, we, you know, we've picked up from our local bar mm -hmm. before just by accident and happenstance and just by talking to somebody. 
Yeah, and if they are more rural, that's that could be interesting because then if you go to a bar and you are talking to somebody and you do, you know, either say something flirty and they don't respond to it or you invite them back to your hotel and they say no, so what? Yeah. Right? You're no yeah. you're no worse off and it's probably not going to be somebody you know because, you know, if if you're coming from somewhere that is more rural, then it, you know, I feel like just put yourself out there. But also, if you're making the effort to come in and you want to have a guaranteed hookup or a guaranteed some kind of further connection besides just sitting at a bar and having a chat or sitting somewhere and having a chat, then I feel like you have to put the work in ahead of time on RHP or one of yeah. the sites to really get something lined up and set up. Yeah. But if you're willing to take it a bit more as it comes, then I think mingles, munches, yeah, going to one of the venues without the expectation of playing. And then if you do, great. But, you know, without that expectation. So I think it also a lot of it depends upon how fast you want things to move, how serious you want it to be, or if you're happy just to kind of take it as it comes and see what happens. Yeah. And the other option is if, you know, if if you've got the disposable income, hire an escort. Yeah. Like that, that's that's their job. And so they are experienced and they're not going to get emotionally involved. And you know that it is, you know, it's purely business, but it'll be fun. And that's their job to make it fun and make it enjoyable. Yeah. And so. And that could even be a regular thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, that's something that I would also potentially look into. Mm -hmm. And again, going to places like Melbourne or Sydney, uh, escorts are going to be a lot easier to find. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good suggestion. Yeah. I like that one. Thanks. I, I try. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that would be my advice. Um, you know, take it easy. Go with an open mind. Yeah. I would still, I still say that the best bet is one of the clubs, mm -hmm. but I think a second close bet is finding uh, a munch or a mingle or something like that mm -hmm. so that you can go to a bar with like-minded folks. Yeah. And the other thing about going to a club, if it is daunting to, you know, be around a lot of people, and particularly later at night when there's a lot of play going on and things like that, even if you're not in the play spaces, maybe just go for the first couple of hours and don't stay all night long till it closes, right? Yeah. I mean, I know that there's cost involved and whatnot in that. And so you think, you know, the cost versus how long you're there. But if you're there for just an introductory experience, then maybe that's all you need is just the first few hours, right? Yeah. Um, and then maybe go get a drink with your partner somewhere and then go back and have fun times in the hotel together. There you go. <laughs> and that's, that's the other thing is I don't drink too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we have seen way too many people uh, over socially lubricated and mm -hmm. they are remembered for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> and also you don't want to drink too much and then get into a situation that the next day you're like, Oh, I really wish I hadn't done that. Right? Yeah. So, or I don't remember what I did. Yeah. That's the worst part. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it is tough though because, yeah, you it is especially if you're making the effort to go from a rural area, and then you want to know like specifically where can I go. But unfortunately, a lot of times it just kind of happens depending on who's around and if you're willing to spark up a conversation with somebody when you're out somewhere. And we've met some really great people that way, just randomly at a bar, start up a conversation, and you know, years later, we're still friends with them. Yeah, absolutely, and it's that's. That's a good way to meet yeah, people. You never know. You never know. Um, yeah. We've often said that, you know, the the road to happiness often starts with a 
hi, how are you? My name is kind of thing. Yeah. And just open, smile a lot and be friendly. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a cheesy pickup line. No, it really, yeah, it really doesn't. Um, compliments are great. Yeah. Everybody yeah. likes to be complimented. Yeah, of course. So there you go. That's, um, it's a bit of a shorter one this week, but, uh, we've just, we are all shagged out after a long squawk. Uh, <laughs> all squawked out after all a long squawked shag. After a long <laughs> shag. So if you want to join us on our discord, support us at any level on patreon.com. You can reach out to us, send us your emails, theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on any of our socials. We are at By the By Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. And uh, yeah, go to our website, www.bythebye.com.au. You can see where we are and what we're doing. We've got an events page. You can contact us through our submissions page or contact us page. Yeah, and you can see where all of our podcasts live, which is on that page. <laughs> Angela, do you have any final thoughts? Stay tuned for the next pendulum party date. Yes, we will we'll know. Put it out there as soon as we know. We're working on it. Uh, it'll be probably sometime in August. So keep your eyes peeled like grapes. Oh, Angela just peeled her eyes. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. I was wrong. I made a huge mistake. See you next week. See ya. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.